Wow. Uh, hey, glad you're here once again. Uh, I'm honored for the opportunity to, to, to get to preach again. Uh, like both of those guys already said, Pastor Dennis is still in California and, and uh, his father's funeral is this week. Please keep him and his family in your prayers. Um, I, mean, I, I couldn't even imagine uh, walking through this time uh, with him. So, um, so here's what I do know. I don't know a lot of things, but here's what I do know. I am no kind of expert on viruses or sicknesses in general. Um, all this stuff going on right now doesn't really scare me. Um, I, I wash my hands part of the time, um, and, but, but I do have a healthy respect for this stuff. And, and, and I learned in high school not to touch my face because it makes pimples happen. And, and I'm, I'm mostly clean. Um, and, and I've seen, I, but though through all this virus stuff, I've seen some great memes come out of this. Um, like I saw one the other day, it said something, uh, it said uh, Chuck Norris caught the coronavirus and the core of coronavirus has been quarantined for 21 days. <laughs> Anyways, bad jokes. The best one though I saw was um, that Patrick Mahomes is waiting for the, 21, the virus to, to get a 21 day lead and he's going to beat it. Anyways. I'm, I'm not, yeah. So anyways, growing up in my home, I, uh, so just so you know, uh, here's how today for the, this time moving on is going to look. I'm, I'm going to preach for a little bit, just going to share a little bit, just remind us who we are as followers of Jesus. And then like Pastor John said, today is a national day of prayer, and we're going to take some time to do just that. And so, uh, and, and so this is that, when that time comes, it, I just want to ask you, this is not your time to leave if you need to, that's totally fine. We give you the opportunity to do that. But I think the best thing that we can do for our country right now is pray. And, and for ourselves is pray. So we are going to take some intentional time at the end of our service today to just pause everything and just pray. So um, growing up in my home, my parents had big faith. They have huge faith. And one reason we had really big faith is because a lot of the times we didn't have insurance. You know, we grew up in kind of a poor home and not having insurance with two teenage boys will bring big faith. Like growing up in the country, playing football and basketball and wrestling and jumping out of trees and getting in fights and getting bites and animals and all kinds of things. Um, not once did my brother or I have a broken bone or we rarely even got sick. And I think it's partly due to the fact that my parents have a big faith that they instilled in us as well. So today we're taking a little break from our Kingdom Culture series that we started last week. And, and today I just want to talk briefly and speak into the lives of, of our church uh, from the perspective of us who pr- from the perspective of us who should have faith concerning this virus and our lives. See this message today, I'm going to have a lot of scripture today because I feel like that the Bible, the Holy Spirit is a way better teacher than I am. And so there's some things that I want you to catch today. I want, and maybe, and I, I imagine, I, it, I, it's funny, I can really see most people in the room today. This is awesome. Um, looking around the room, I see a, a lot of our people are church people. You've been around this for a while. And so today, I'm not going to tell you anything that you probably have never heard. But I'm going to give us a reminder today of who we are in Jesus. 
Uh, so if you've watched the news, you'll see travel bans, you'll see events shutting down, you'll see school closings, you see grocery stores, and even Amazon is out of toilet paper as we speak. Um, by the way, we are monitoring the restrooms, so we'll know if you steal our toilet paper. <laughs> the world's coming to an end, people. So what are we going to do? Are we going to ignore it? Are we going to act like it's okay and have faith? Or are we going to stockpile beans and rice and we're getting ready for the apocalypse? So what I want to do is talk today is talk about our, our perspective as followers of Jesus and how the church needs to respond to a lost and hurting world. See, as followers of Jesus, the filter that we have forms our decisions very different than the world. See, the Bible says that we should not be conformed by the image of this world, but be what? Does anybody know it? Be transformed by the renewing of our minds so we can attest and approve what God's will is. Everybody, I, want, I need your help today. I know it's not a large crowd today, but I need your help today. Everybody say not. not. Say it again. Say not. not. We are not of this world. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are not like everyone else. And we say that we are not afraid. Everybody say not. not. So here's how today that we are not like this world. First thing is we live by faith and not by fear. We live by faith, not by fear. John 14, 1, it says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He went on to say this in John 14, 27. He says, peace I leave with you. Peace I give you. Do not give, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. If you're here today, if and maybe you're living in fear with all this virus stuff, with our economy going crazy, with, with where the world is going, uh, because we live in Jesus, we do not live in fear. He gives us a peace that passes all understanding. Check this out. I want you to see this. John 14, 27. He says, I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace that I give, the world cannot give. So don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. See, this is a gift. And some of you in this room and, and, and people around our world and in our church, we should receive this gift today. When someone gives you a gift, like you're excited and you're like, oh, thank you for this gift. Our God has given us a gift of peace of mind and heart. Second Timothy 1, 7, it says, Paul said this. He said, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, of love, and self-discipline. Other translations would say of, self, uh, uh, of a sound mind. See, we are not fearful. We are not fearful walking through this season with wisdom and a sound mind. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. He says, we live by faith and not by sight. It's, it's amazing to see, to be walking around. It's, everyone's posting pictures of their, the toilet paper aisles being cleared and every, all the soap and all the cleaning stuff is cleared. We can look at that and we can live by our sights and be like, oh no, I got to stockpile toilet paper. 
oh no, I got to do this. Or oh no, like the world is freaking out. I'm losing my mind. We're all going to go crazy. We don't live by, by sight. We live by faith. We don't respond like the world responds. Second thing I want you to know is this. We respond sacrificially and not selfishly. Technically, we are selfish without Christ. If you have ever had children, most of you guys, there are some children in this room. You have never, teach, have never had to teach a child to be selfish. You know how it goes, it's mine. It's mine. This is mine. Paul said this, Philippians 2, 3. He said, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves. He didn't say freak out, hoard supplies. He said this in Philippians 2.4. He said, don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others. What an opportunity we have during this time and in this season to be the church. We have to understand that we are the body of Christ. And because of that, we put others ahead of ourselves. And we have a fantastic opportunity to show it at this time. See, I believe we we have opportunities during this time to show so much generosity. In this time, in this time, and in times to come, we're going to have an opportunity to make Jesus look really good. Not just materially, but spiritually as well. See, we can go and give, and we can give all kinds of things, and we can be generous, and here's, here's this, here's some money, here's some things. But what people need is our spiritual gift. People need to know that there's hope and that there's faith, and we don't need to be freaking out because we have a Savior who has saved us from all this stuff already. You know people are hurting, people are afraid, and we've got the opportunity to give them some, some material things but you can give them hope, you can give them love, you can speak faith into others who are paralyzed by fear. See, these are the times where the church rises up and we show our faith and our love and our generosity. I've heard Pastor Newby say this many times, that this church is a healing place. But I wanna tell you today that, that you are the church. Wherever you go full of Jesus, That's a healing place too. The last thing is this. We shine the light. We don't hide it. We shine the light. We don't hide it. Matthew 5, 14 to 16, it says this. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, and here is our assignment, church, this part right here. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. If Pastor Nick could come back out. Uh, So uh, unfortunately, though, during these times, um, there will be people who will be incredibly unsettled. They'll be unsure. They'll be anxious. They're looking for somewhere for hope. The good news is um, that you guys right here in these seats are a bunch of hope dealers. We deal hope 
You're a bunch of light shiners. You're a bunch of love givers. See, the virus may be contagious, but the hope and the love of Jesus is even more contagious. When the world grows darker, the light of Jesus must shine brighter. See, we don't hide our light. We let it shine. We let it shine. Somebody say not. We are not like the rest of this world. We are not like everyone else. See, I did, I did this little word search um, and to, to look at a few things as I was preparing for today. And, and I found a few verses that had the word not in them. And I want to share a few of them with you today as we prepare to go into our prayer time. See, when the angel appeared to announce the birth of Jesus, the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. When Jesus came, he says, I did not come from the healthy for the healthy. I came for the sick. I did not come for the righteous, but for the sinners and the hurting and the broken. See, we do not live by bread alone, but from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus does not lead us into temptation, but he delivers us from evil. Therefore, we do not store up treasures on earth, but instead we store up treasures in heaven. Maybe we should reread that as we do not store up toilet paper on earth. Seriously, though, like goes on to say, do not worry about tomorrow. Because each day has enough to worry about itself. See, we as followers of Christ, we walk by faith. And not by sight. That God did not give us a spirit of fear. Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. We're saved by grace and not by works. We're justified by faith in Christ Jesus and not by works of the law. God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation. Therefore, we do not set our minds on earthly things. Like what you read on social media and what the latest news report is. But instead, we set our minds on things above. We as followers of Christ will not grow weary in doing good. Because we know that in the proper time, we'll reap a harvest. If we do not give up, let's stand together. Are we in a battle? Are times difficult? Is there opposition? Yes, there is. But the battle is not against people. It's not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, and powers of this dark world. Therefore, we are not overcome by evil. We are the church of Jesus Christ, and we will overcome evil with good. We know that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. We do not grieve like the rest of mankind who has no hope. We will not be afraid. We're not ashamed of the gospel because of the power of the gospel that it brings salvation to everyone who believes. Like the first century believers, we cannot stop talking about what we've seen and what we've heard. We can't stop praising. 
We can't stop worshiping. We can't stop being generous. We can't stop sharing. We can't stop shining a light because we have seen and we have heard. And we will not be anxious about anything. But with everything, with prayer and petition. And we'll make our requests known to God and his gifts to you. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds and your souls in Christ Jesus. And then I want you to catch this one. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 and 9, it says, But we have the same treasure in jars of clay. The treasure is Jesus. We're the jars of clay. To show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We're hard-pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we're not crushed. Or, but we're not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. See, whatever you're worrying about today, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're going through, can you, through all that, kind of feel his love for you today? Can you, we kind of comprehend and know his love for us today? Church, no matter what comes, we're not afraid. We don't have to live in fear. We have the peace that passes all understanding. He's with us. He's with us. We're not walking through this alone. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to live in fear. He's with us. Let's pray real fast. Lord, today I I pray that you would build the faith of our church. That our light would shine in this world. For those who are sick and who are hurting, Lord, we pray for healing and we pray for wisdom. God, we pray pray for a vaccine. We pray for our leaders who are making decisions. We pray that when this world grows darker, your light, your church will shine brighter. And we take on that and we live that and we are that. Amen. Amen. So kind of here in this attitude of prayer, it is a national day of prayer. Uh, something that was uh, made known by our president. We, we, this is, and the prayer, man, it's never a bad thing. It's probably the best thing that we can do. Um, and so we're going to take some time today, and we're going to do just that. What an opportunity. And, and there's a lot of, uh, obviously, Kids Church was canceled today. There's, a, there's some kids in the room today. What an opportunity we have to show as adults or as parents to teach our kids to pray. What an opportunity we have as a church to get on our knees and cry out to God. We, we were, I, I, want you to, I want to encourage you to take these next few moments seriously. Not just like, oh, praying again. We've done it like five times already today. The, these are intentional moments that we're taking to pray, to pray for our country, to pray for our leaders, to pray for our church. Man, and I think we think too locally, but think worldwide. We've got missionaries around the world. We've got people around the world. We've got partnerships around the world who are dealing with this as well. Man, we, we want to see God move not just locally, but worldwide.
So, um, so we've put a few things on, on the screen uh, just so you can kind of see, maybe have some guidance to how, how you need to pray today. There's a lot, obviously, a lot more than that. Um, and and uh, so we're going to take a few moments. We're going to sing. Pastor Nick's going to come and sing just for a little bit. And here, here's the deal. Some of you guys, uh, are you're going to stand where you're at and you're just going to pray. Some of you people, uh, this kind of how I pray, I, I walk. Some, you, you just need to walk around the room and, and that's okay. Some of you, you can kneel at your seat right where you're at and pray. If you want to come forward and come to the steps and pray, you're welcome to do that. But we just ask that we just take these next few moments and we just focus on God. We just focus on his goodness. We ask him for, to heal our land, to heal our country. We ask him to, to direct our leaders and our leadership. And we ask him to touch our lives. So um, with all this going on today, like I said, this is probably the best thing that we could do. And man, I love that we can come together, uh, even with all this mess, as a body of believers, as a group of, of followers of Jesus, and touch the heavens together. So I'm going to just do a quick prayer. We're going to sing. We're going to worship together. This is going to stay on the screen. If you need to walk around the room, walk around the room. Kneel where you're at. Kneel where you're at. Come to the front. Come to the front. But we're going to just take these next few moments, 10, 15 minutes, and and just pray. It's not really time to leave. If you need to, we understand that. That's okay. We just want to seek God together. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for this time together. Lord, I pray that uh, these next few moments that we will take seriously. I pray that we, we will ha- take these moments and we'll focus on you and we'll focus on your, your goodness and your grace and your power and your healing power and who you are and what you are and what you can do and what you're willing to do. We thank you for today. We thank you for this moment. We have to pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take these next few moments and just just pray.